0: Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus! How's everybody
1: doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing sticking anymore. Well, can't work in my office today. It's flooded. Man, there is just a good
0: vibe happening today.
1: Here we go! Here we go! Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We're back! Come on, somebody. <clears throat> oh, yeah.
0: Going to the go-go. Going. Who says that? Who says that? Going to the go go. Do
1: you oh remember? Oh my gosh. I can't think. Like I, as soon as you say it, I'm going to be like, oh, yes, that's uh-huh. right. I can't think of it right now. Michael and Jan kiss in the parking lot of Chili's. Yep. Yep. That's exactly where it is.
0: And she starts to get <laughs> in the car and he goes, go, where are we going? Doesn't matter. Going to the go go. <laughs> going to the go go. <laughs> So excited. Yep. <laughs> yes. Going <on laughs> to the go go. And um big, big weekend. <laughs> big weekend. It's a big weekend. Like I know you think I'm talking about the Lions, and I am. But also, it's a it's a lot yeah. happening at church this weekend. Yeah. Friday night something, Saturday something, Sunday missions reveal, you're preaching, I'm preaching. Yeah. We got game, we got football
1: game tonight. Football game tonight. We had um, Lions squeaking out a victory. That was awesome. I uh, think it was <clears throat>
0: the most favorite game I've ever watched of the Lions so far. Yeah. My entire life. I've had a lot of great favorites over the last year. I've spent some of them with you. Yeah. But I think Sunday's game versus the Chargers was now the best one I've seen. Yeah, so exciting! Did you watch it? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: I watched it, and it was—I was freaking out the first half. I was like, "Oh, we got this!" I know it felt like a real dominant performance, didn't it? And then, but then we went into the locker room, and I was like, "I feel like the Lions should be dominating right now, but we're only up by one touchdown." I know those referees just will not. Put their, keep their flags in their little belt loop. It's and, frustrating. Uh, and then it was it was funny because in the second quarter, which, by the way, oh oops, sorry, before I get into this. <laughs> you, talk, you, talk, way, you talk with your hands. Yeah, and I just smack, smack your on the microphone. Yeah. By the way, my my dad predicted a loss on oh. Sunday. Oh, his streak has come so to an end. So his perfect streak has come to an end. So Fred's now 8-1. He's 8-1, yep. And uh, – <laughs> During the second quarter I like how we have this side quest for Fred he has no idea he's involved in yeah. he has no idea he's he's a part of this but he and if he loses he owes me fifty dollars and he doesn't know you know um, but uh, he the second quarter we're watching the game and he turns to me and he's like this game is gonna come down to whoever has the ball last your dad's like a Lions,
0: like, like, wizard. Like, how does he know
1: things so well? I don't know. He's literally looks at me. He's like, this, whoever has the ball last is going to win this game. And I was like, okay, yeah. It's like, it feels like kind of like the Seattle game where I was back and forth all game. And then second half, it was, it was awesome. Lions drive down the field, fourth down conversion, fourth and two. Get the first down, run out the clock, game-winning field goal. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Apparently, if
0: the Bengals win tonight, they
1: beat the Philadelphia Eagles. If the, no, Beng- the Bengals, they play the Ravens tonight. Okay. All right. The Chiefs play the Eagles on Sunday. I think if the Chiefs win then and the
0: Lions win, apparently— we will be in first place in the NFC for the Thanksgiving Day game. Wow, that would be insane! I don't—that's never happened before in my life. Yeah, we're not talking that the NFC North division. We're talking the entire NFC. NFC. If the Chiefs win and the Lions beat the Bears, yeah, the Lions will be on Thursday Thursday game on Thanksgiving Day. They'll be in first place. That would be insane. That would be fun. <laughs> that would that'd be a ton of fun. I know. And so we need a line, We need a Lions prediction. Oh, I think they're beating the Bears. Man, did you see the—you uh, probably have it, but did you see the money line on this thing? Or I don't know if they call it the money line, but the point— Yeah, I actually did. Sp- I think it's called the point spread. Yeah,
1: the I, point spread. I don't spread. know
0: gambling at all. I don't gamble.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't either, but I actually did see it on ESPN. It's, it's like 7.5. It started at 10.5 on, on Monday. Oh my! It was at goodness. ten and a half,
0: and then it, and then they announced I think Justin Fields is going to play, and it, and it went all the way down to seven and a half.
1: But seven and a half is still a pretty big. Seven and a half is still a, a big point spread I for know, the NFL. That's
0: huge. I mean, that, they're, that's essentially saying the Lions are going to dominate this game. I, I mean, how can you not predict a, a Lions victory based upon this like point spread here? So I'm going <laughs> to predict the Lions victory as well. I think this is a bit of a trap game, so to speak. Yeah. They just they just had a big they just had a big big victory in L. A. And I think they're going to be – I think maybe they might be taking the Bears a little bit for granted. It's possible that the players do. Yeah. And they might come out slow. And um, I could see it be a little bit of like, hey, we should be – We what?
1: should be destroying we the Bears. Should be destroying Why aren't we?
0: the Bears. aren't we? Yeah. And then I think we'll squeak out the win. <clears throat> yeah. I do predict the win, but I also predict maybe a little bit of like a little bit of tension throughout the game.
1: Yeah. I can I, I can totally see that. I don't I don't get extra points for
0: predicting <laughs> anything like that, but that's just I feel like saying it. So but yes, I do predict a win. I'm eight and one. You are six and three. Six and three. We both predict a win. That means it's not very interesting. No. But that's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, how can you not predict a <laughs> win?
1: it's hard to not predict a win I know. when you're going, you know, Lions, what are they, seven and two now going against the thirty and seven Bears? Yeah. So do you know how I told you—I
0: don't know if I told you this, but you remember when I told you? <laughs> I talked to a lot of people, so I can't remember if it was you or not. But I was talking about how the Lions—I thought the Lions were going to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. And I, one of the reasons I gave was because they lost their offensive coordinator.
1: Yeah. Yep. You know who
0: their offensive coordinator is now for what team? That who used to be the Chiefs' offensive coordinator, do you know I, where he works now? No, I don't know where he works now. He is now the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders. Okay. And do you know who their quarterback is?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's on my fantasy team. Okay.
0: Did you know that the Washington Commanders quarterback is now the yardage leader in the NFL? Wow. <clears throat> Honestly, that doesn't surprise me too much. You know what? It's That's the that's the Eric Biennemi
1: effect right there.
0: Yeah. I think the Chiefs miss him because yeah. their offense is
1: not the same. No, their offense is not the same, 100%. I love it. I love it that, that their offense is not the same.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, I
1: love it so much. All right, I just had to say that. <laughs> Which is not good because I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to beat the Eagles. I don't think so either. If, right. I, if I had to make a side prediction, I'd say the Eagles win that game. That's my side prediction too. Let's make a, <laughs> Let's have a side quest
0: here. On my Eagles side quest. <laughs> we'll see what we're like. We predict a Eagles W on our side quest. Yeah. All
1: right. Yep. I wrote it down. All right, so let's get into our topic today. <laughs> let's do it. I like it. Uh, you just presented me with this topic, and I am super fired up about it. I, I saw something
0: on—I uh, was watching a message on YouTube. There's so many messages on YouTube right now about end times stuff. Yeah, everybody's going absolutely insane over it. Like yep. some of these end times pastors that have been around since like the '70s. Yeah, are living the dream right now because of everything that's kind of falling into place as they had started predicting 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. They're, they're loving life, dude. They are, <laughs> so they're all over the place. And like, everybody's hopping on the end times. Jesus is coming back soon, you know, bandwagon, which I don't know. There's, we're going to talk about this. All yeah. right. So Let's do it. I clicked on one of the messages. Yeah. And the preacher starts off. He's like, you guys are so focused on who the Antichrist is. You guys, we're not. He goes, guys, we're not. we going not gonna be around to see who it is. Why are you so focused on it? And then he says, it's not called the revelation of the Antichrist. <laughs> it's called the revelation of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Guys, we need to focus on Jesus. Yeah. He's going to take us away, and then the Antichrist is going to step on the scene. So what's the point of figuring out who the Antichrist is? And, of course, I've thought about this before, and I think I've even said it before. We shouldn't be, like, I've talked with my friends about this. I'm like, I don't really understand the obsession with figuring out who the Antichrist is when we're not around to see it, yeah. we're, we're we're gone. Yeah. Um, so, okay. And I just thought that was gold. Yeah, because we do focus on the wrong things.
1: Yeah, I loved that that line that he said. and It's so good that it's not the revelation of the antichrist; it's the <laughs> revelation of Jesus Christ. Because I think sometimes we do. We get so focused on on the bad, on what we're gonna do, on who's the like. We get we can get so focused on that. Uh-huh. I've heard entire or messages or pastors preach entire messages on who the antichrist could be.
0: And it's, yeah, it's it's kind of fun to hear, but then you're left and you realize, wait, this isn't super, (laughs) like, applicable to my daily life, but it was fun to listen to. I got bigger fish to fry. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, I got bigger problems than trying to figure out who the Antichrist is.
1: Yeah, and my focus probably shouldn't be so much on that. It should be more on glorifying Jesus Christ, the one who the revelation is about. Yeah, we should
0: Absolutely have our focus on Jesus. Yeah. Like figuring out who Jesus is, figuring out what he wants from us, figuring out what he wants us to do, how, yeah. how, what he wants us to preach on, all, yeah. all, all, all this stuff. And Come on. Especially as a, as a pastor. You know, we got to be very careful, Pastor Aaron, as pastors. Yeah. Not to... Just use our platform to—I don't know—worship ourself and
1: move mm-hmm.
0: our own agenda forward. Right. Uh, glorify ourselves. I—I and and I, I don't like talking about stuff, stuff like this because I love to give pastors the benefit of the doubt, and and I do give pastors the benefit of the doubt. I, oh. I say if you if you're up there preaching, you must have prayed and asked the Lord. And he must have helped you with write your message. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt all the time, but we've got to be very careful that our focus is not on something other than Jesus. Hundred percent agree. Um, and this goes in. Every, this goes in like, and it got me thinking about lots of things when it comes to your focus. Yeah, I mean, like, are we like, I, I don't know, like, do we have like a flaw and a human <laughs> flaw when it comes to focus? Because yeah. If you ask me, I'll focus on all the wrong things for days on end, and find myself in a black spiral of death. Yeah, and only to realize I put myself
1: there with my thought processes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I you, we, we brought this up earlier. I one hundred percent think that there is. I don't know if it's a culture thing. I don't know if it's a psyche thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but we focus on the wrong things. Yeah. All the time. And like an example of this, other than just, you know, the end time stuff, everyday stuff. Everyday stuff. We can we can get so focused on the idea that you need more money. Money, 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 I, I need money, 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 it money, money, like money, 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 are money, money, are money, on the money. corner. <laughs> I'm going to go get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll give you a... Uh, <laughs> so what... Okay, so yeah, we, we do get focused on money. Yeah. You want to hear a funny story about getting focused on money? Yeah. Okay, a few weeks ago. I mean, I hope it, it better be funny. You uh, set it up. I, I think it's funny. All right. A few weeks ago, I got an email from the bank that I bank at. And they said in this email that it was giving back Friday. Oh, gosh. And When was, was that? When was giving back Friday? Was that like, uh, a, is that like a national holiday or something? I don't know, but no, it was. But the it bank was, made it up? It was a few weeks ago. Okay. And they said in this email that there would be. You know they had this like big hashtag. You take a picture of yourself doing something good. Blah blah blah. blah, Do this big social media thing. But then they also said, "Show yourself giving back." Yeah, it's pretty much that. (laughs) And you could be entered into a drawing. And so, what's (laughs) the focus on giving or showing yourself giving? (laughs) Which is what we're talking about. What we're talking about. But then they also said, "Hey, in all the towns where we have a bank, there there's gonna be people from this time to this time in orange capes." And if you go up and talk to them, they'll have envelopes and some of the envelopes could have money in it and you could get free money. So they want you to keep your eyes open for people in orange capes. In orange capes. Pastor (laughs) Luke, I'm embarrassed to admit that I spent about 45 minutes driving around two towns looking for people in orange capes. Because you wanted some money. Because I wanted some free money. (laughs) So you're... (laughs) I found none. Yeah. I, was, I was like, what? what is... They, they got you, dude. They got, they got me good, man. They got, got me good. And you know what the irony of
0: all of that is? You lost money. Yeah, I lost you, money because I drove gas, all over the place. <laughs> gas. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the irony. So we, we what is our focus then? Because if you just kind of like think about like, I need more money. I want more money. Where's the money? How can I get money? I want someone to give me money. What Your focus should not be on money. Mm-hmm. Your focus must be on how do I develop a skill set yeah. to make money. Right. If you focus on the right thing, you find yourself empowered.
1: Yeah. Or how do I become a good steward of the money I do have? There you go. That's right? another better focus than just on money. Yeah, we can get focused on something
0: like um, how do I not how do I make more money, but maybe how do I steward my right. money better? Where's my money going? Yeah, why don't I have money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where did it go? Right. <laughs> um, figure, figuring, focusing more on that. It's just a classic. It's just a classic situation that. I've fallen into uh, hundreds of times. Oh, yeah. And when I realized my focus was on the wrong things and I start to focus on the right thing, I feel empowered, encouraged. I feel strength Yeah. when you focus on the right things. So when I go to work, uh, if my focus is on how much money can I make, hmm I will eventually find myself maybe in a situation where, I don't know if I want to use the word helpless, but a bit hopeless. Yeah. Hopeless is a good word. And the contrary is, today I'm going to go to work and I'm going to perfect my skill sets. I'm going to learn a new skill. Yeah. I'm going to tell the boss, I want to have a conversation with the boss about, hey boss, I've got this skill set that might help the business. Yeah. Can I try <clears throat> to do something like this? Right. And that you're very well possible that you could work yourself into a promotion, mm-hmm. work yourself into a position of if I give a little extra time to this, mm-hmm. how, how how would you feel about that, boss? Right. Would you be willing and able to pay me more? Yeah. Could I make a little bit more money? I don't know. So my focus is not on. Anger at the boss for not paying me more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. My focus is on I'm going to improve myself to maybe hopefully position myself mm-hmm. to make more money. Yeah. See, the focus is so important. And, and of course, we focus a lot on money maybe because it's, it's a stress point nowadays with our absolutely terrible economy that we're in. Yeah. But –
1: there's other areas of life too that yeah. this applies to. Yeah, I, I I just thought of a big one when we were talking about this. We we work with teenagers and young adults a lot. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's kind of our zone. It's our <laughs> it's our focus. You missed it, bro. You had an opportunity. there. Oh, I did it. have oh, man, blown opportunity, <laughs> oh. blown coverage. Um, oh. But a big one is uh, is the relationship. I mm. I want the boyfriend. Ooh. I want the girlfriend. I want a boyfriend. I want a boyfriend. I want a girlfriend. That's when, the focus. And that, and that's the focus is the the guy or the girl when what if a better focus is I'm going to become someone that somebody would want to date. Ooh. I'm going to become the person that I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to grow myself. I'm not going to go out there with such a focus on looking for that one person. Mm-hmm. Instead, I'm going to have my focus is going to be I'm going to become the best version of myself that I can be so that when I meet somebody, they would want to date me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a better focus. Yeah. But it's a hard transition to make that focus. It's the necessary transition or to feel like you're not stuck.
0: 100%. So, I was just listening to an awesome message on relationships. Okay. Love it. uh, This pastor was talking about how he's been talking to a lot of young single men. Okay. And they've been telling him, I want a wife like yours. And so he's like, what does that mean? What are you specifically saying? So they kind of talked about the qualities of his wife. That's what they're looking for. And he stopped them. And he said, listen, what you're seeing is not who I dated and initially mm. married. Wow. He goes, she is the product of me making sure I'm cultivating her to become a woman of God.
1: Wow. That's she, so good.
0: She can preach. She can teach. She prays. She's confident. She She leads. They want that. I want that in a wife. He goes. Well, yeah. li- li- wait, 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 wait. That, that's a product of years of me nurturing, of mm. her, responding to, nurturing. He, he's, he And then he goes. It gets even better. You ready? Yeah. He, he goes. We're called to take care of the earth. We're originally planted here to be gardeners. Yeah. And and he says you want a garden that's already been cultivated and weeded and and nourishing and, and flourishing. He goes, that's not your job. Your focus, listen, is to create a beautiful garden. Yeah. Don't covet my garden. I worked hard at my garden. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she she's has confidence because I spoke love to her and yeah. life to her. Yeah. She prays because I... She... Wanted to pray with me, and I responded to those prayers, and we pray together.
1: Yeah, she
0: leads because I told her for years, "You have what it takes to be a leader." Come on, he goes, and don't, don't get, don't covet what I got. That's so good. Your job is to find somebody the Lord has for you. Yeah, and turn them into. A beautiful garden, man. That's awesome, and and it is awesome. You see, and it goes right along with what you're saying. Oh, I want a girlfriend like like that, or a, I want a wife like that. I want a girlfriend like that. I want a boyfriend or like that. I want a husband like that. I wish I had a. I wish my husband was like you, right? And I mean, like all these things, right? But the the truth and the reality is, is that when I first got married to Jen, we were absolutely terrible at marriage. <laughs> yeah, right. We didn't get along all that well, all that time. Like, you know, we we, we made tons of mistakes. I made tons of mistakes. Oh, yeah. And then you realize, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm responsible for my life right now. Yeah. Why don't I improve? (laughs) I have the power (laughs) to improve all this. Yeah. I'm going to speak life. I'm going to speak hope. I'm going to speak leadership into her. I'm going to speak courage into her. I I see her doing all this stuff. She wasn't doing all this stuff when I dated her. Yeah, You know, if I could brag on Jen, like she leads worship and she leads ministries and she takes the bull by the horns with things and she does stuff. When I started dating her, she wasn't doing any of that. Yeah. She wasn't. She was just a college kid playing keyboard at her dad's church. Right. And it didn't have all this like whatever going on. It wasn't the girl I married. She became that. Yeah. And I think it had a lot to do with me. I think I have a lot to do with it yeah I'm a better man now too she has a lot to do with it, yeah, but we didn't marry the perfect person right but as the years go on, if you are doing a good job as a husband mm-hmm. then they'll turn into a beautiful garden that's awesome and your your kids will too oh yeah. I wish my i wish I had i want kids like your kids one day you you can it just takes work <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah oh, you yeah know? you can do it. it and they don't come out behaving <laughs> <laughs> they just don't,
1: you know? Right. Yeah. And,
0: and and when they came out, I wasn't a very good father.
1: Yeah. I had to learn how to be a father. That's so good. I'm still learning. Yeah. Okay, so I've, I have a question for you. So we're talking about focus. We're talking about shifting focus, getting the right focus. I was thinking about like a pair of binoculars. You know, if you're looking at something that's close up or closer up, and then you try to look at something farther away, you got to adjust that little focus dial mm-hmm. on the top. But- My life doesn't have a little focus dial that I can just turn. It's not simple like that. It's not so... So what are some things that we can do, Pastor Luke, to practically shift our focus in an area, whatever area it might be? Mm -hmm. But can you give us some tips? What are some things that we can do to shift our focus? So yeah, I think a lot of times if we feel like we're stuck, we we tend to complain and
0: gossip would Mm. be the two biggest things. That's good. We just complain and gossip.
1: There's no positive fruit in any of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, sorry, I was just thinking about the message I'm, I'm going to pre- preach on Sunday. Okay, so there's there's no real positive fruit in that, and so after you're done with gossiping and
0: complaining, you actually feel a little worse right. than even the, before the conversation started. Hundred percent. So then, what do you do? What do you what do you what do you do then? Well, the one of the reasons you're gossiping and complaining is probably because you're avoiding a hard conversation with a per- with somebody. So you hate your boss because da, 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 Right. So you go home and complain to friends or your spouse about how much you hate your job. Right. Okay. So you're just gossiping about how terrible your boss is, and you're just complaining about how terrible your job is. What's the alternative? What's the better option here? Well, why not you sit down with your boss. Mm-hmm. I know this sounds crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and talk to them about your career. Yeah, and what you want out of your your career. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you sit down with some coworkers, talk about the work environment you wish that you had in around there. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. You're not complaining. You're not gossiping. You're actually starting to move things forward. Yeah, that's just a, a wonderful way to focus. Mm-hmm. Focus it in. It, if if you're if you're gonna talk to somebody because you got something, you got a problem, and you're gonna sit down and talk to somebody, if the goal of that conversation is not to somehow improve, then it's just gossiping and complaining. Right. So it's not it's it's not gonna get it better. So that's how you. That's just a simple example. I feel like, practically speaking, of how we focus in mm-hmm. on our life. Yeah, on our life. That's really good. You you don't want to just be a roofer hitting shingles all day. <laughs> yeah. Talk to your boss and say, hey, I think I have more to offer for this company. Here's a bunch of ideas I have. Yeah. And something I'd like to take on. I've never. I have these ideas, ideas. I have these thoughts. Maybe he he just might take you off the roof and into the office, right. It's possible. yeah, so but I know you just want to complain because you're never you're not getting promoted, yeah, and it's getting cold outside and your hands are freezing cold, hitting nail shingles and hanging gutters and like but that's okay. What's the focus though? What's the alternative to just complaining? right and it and so, yeah that that would be just a vice off the top of my head that I would
1: have, man, that was really good. That was really good. It reminded me of when I was uh, in the IMA, actually, I was working at a job, and <clears throat> I I had asked when I got hired, I said, hey, I can't work Sunday morning. Uh, but Sunday was a big stock day. It was when our big semi trucks would come in, and so they would want me to work Sunday all morning. All hands on deck. Right. It was an all... Ha- Sunday and Monday were all hands on deck days. We had two or three semis coming in between those two days. It's a lot of work. Uh, you, yeah. It's, it's a ton of work to get all that unloaded, sorted, put on the floor. Big work days. And so they kept scheduling me Sunday morning. I kept complaining to my dad about it. I was like, dad, they keep you know, scheduling me Sunday. They keep scheduling me Sunday morning. And finally, he was like, well, go talk to your manager about it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. So you're not (laughs) as... Help us as you think you are. Yeah, yeah. And so I did, and I went and talked to to the assistant manager who was on the floor at the time. I said, "Hey, Justin, you guys keep scheduling me on Sunday morning, but I, I can't be here on Sunday morning. I can be, I can work closing on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I'm here at 5 a.m. on Monday, uh, but I can't work Sunday morning." He's like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. We'll get that fixed. Yeah. You know what? They didn't schedule me on Sunday anymore. Yeah, tension it was, gone. It was that simple. Yeah, but it took somebody being like." Hey, well, why don't you go have this conversation? Why don't you shift your focus? Yes. For me to actually realize, oh, yeah, you're right. I can fix this. Yeah. So you're single, you're lonely,
0: you're depressed. What do you do? Focus on becoming the person that you would want to marry one day. Yeah. Not looking for the perfect person. Yeah. So good. (laughs) You're you're <laughs> you hate your job. You 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 hate everything about what's happening at your work right now. Start focusing on ha- you being the catalyst, right, to improving. That's good. Your work environment, your yeah. work, your work life, your career. Focus on it. Yeah, all you, these things. Where's
1: your focus, right? If if you if you're thinking if that that money one that we first saw, man, I just I need some more money. I need some more money. Maybe. Write a budget. Mm. Look at your bank account and be like, okay, where am I actually spending all my money every week? Yeah, take responsibility. Take some responsibility. For your spending. <laughs> Focus on it. Yeah, t- take some. And you know what? Me, you know this, this year, me and my wife sat down and we took a long time. Writing a budget. She had just got a new job, and so our income had changed. The mm-hmm. the day our income was coming in changed. Yes. The amount, tilly- everything had changed. So we said, "Hey, we need to sit down." Mm-hmm. And and it, it took a while. Yeah, and it was hard work. We had to look at bank statements, look at spending. Try, yeah. like, it, it's it's not easy. Now, you know, if you're like one of the simple things would be like, okay, I'm not getting paid till the end of the month, but all of our bills come out on the fifth. Right. You're like, this is not gonna work.
0: <laughs> you know, like or
1: something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so you have to sit down and you have to do work and you have to write a budget, mm-hmm. figure out how I'm going to spend all my money, how I'm going to save it for this thing. But it's worth it because now I'm not so freaked out and worried about where I'm, all of our money is going every single month when we get a paycheck that comes in. I know exactly where it's all going to go. Mm-hmm. I know how much money we're spending every month. Mm-hmm. We we have a shared document where we track all of our spending that we do. Mm-hmm. We track all like. And it takes a little bit of work, mm-hmm. but it shifts your focus from like, oh, my gosh, I'm so freaked out and worried about how much money is in the bank account to feeling like, man, the Lord has blessed me so much. Yes. I know exactly what's coming in, what's going out. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in my life mm-hmm. and how you've blessed my fo-. Like That's literally that, happened. <laughs> yeah. that focus, that transition in that focus happened because we sat down for a few hours and changed our budget and changed how we budget money.
0: It's not the revelation of the antichrist.
1: (laughs) It's the revelation of Jesus Christ.
0: Jesus Christ. And I love that the pastor opened up his message like that, saying, hey, everybody, we're going to get our focus on the right things. That's so good. I love it. I love it, too. And I hope this podcast was was super helpful to everybody today. I hope so, too. This felt like a really helpful podcast. It did. It did. Um, Let's just remind ourselves... We need the Chiefs to win, and uh, we, we need the Lions to win. And uh, our side quest is Eagles are winning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we need can the Chiefs to <laughs> You can follow that, everybody. Yeah, you, you all get it. You, you all figure all it out. It's easy
0: stuff. All right, everybody. It's great to be with you today, audience. See you guys next time. Bye. Get out there and tell somebody about Jesus.
1: How's everybody doing today? Come on, somebody. Nothing's sticking anymore. Well, can't work him off today. It's flooded.
0: Man, there is just a good vibe happening today.